Jackson. Mrs. Fill in the blank. See, this is, <laughs> this is why we always get into it about this. Okay, so guys, I have n- never legally changed my last name to Jackson. On my marriage certificate, it's Haynes Jackson. Typhonated. Yeah. But I have not legally changed my driver's license or anything like that. because Mostly because I still have bills that are in my name. And I did not see a reason to do that just yet. And it seems like every time I get ready to change my last name to Jackson, something crazy happens. So maybe I just need to just leave it like it is. You yeah. have a problem with this. I do. Why is that? Ain't no such thing as halfway crooks, bro. You gotta bro, be I'm your whole wife. You got to be in and out this time, man. I signed the dotted line. Dipping your pinky toe in or whatnot. Ain't nobody dipping nothing. I've been completely committed to you from the moment mm-hmm. I signed that paper. Dive off deep in, man. I just anyway, even prior around. to that, why is it you can't change your name to my last name? Why would I do that? Okay, see what I'm saying? That's how y'all do it. Anywho, I'm not property, bro. That's how you were. Just saying. I'm gonna be a hang. Just bringing you into my family. I'm in your That's family. That's the whole process. How's it? Pro- I went through the process. Okay. More like a hazing period, but a hazing period. Yeah, cause your family is raw. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And you come and get your feelings hurt. That's on you. It is you. I usually get warnings before, like <laughs> very few filters at this place we about to go to. So I love it though. I'm so here for it. Yeah. Don't Let's use me. my filter though. Yeah. I mean, my 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 warning. Yeah. You can't if you can't handle them then. You pretty much not gonna make it. It is what it is. I don't feel like nothing's mean. It's never coming from a mean oh, place. Oh, very honest, very truthful. Yeah. Um, no sugarcoat. It's just very unfiltered. But anywho, I'm, I, I will eventually change the things. Just right now. <coughs> See, he just he doing too much, y'all. Already getting started. Anyways, moving on. We'll okay. talk about the last night thing again. That I am Mrs. Jackson. People refer to me as Mrs. Jackson. There's no mistake that I'm your wife. Nobody's ever mistaken by that. Everybody knows that. That's facts. Okay. Let's be very clear. I know. Anyways, welcome back to Up Your Attention Span with Kojak and Panem. Yes, sir. Excuse our brief little moment there. A little pregame. <laughs> Kojak always picking at me about that. So, you want to tell people where you've been, homeboy? Home? Work. <laughs> work at home. That's what I do. Yeah. What's been going on with you while you haven't been able to record? Uh, I don't know why we record. Oh, just time wise last week, right? No, you've been sick, bro. Like, you keep getting sick, and I don't understand what's going on with you. I don't know. I thought Chance brought the last little illness home. Yeah. Ran through everybody. And he kids is like germ factory. Yeah. So, I would not put that past. It's a little cold situation, you know. Yeah, you good now? Yeah, you good as can be. Cool. Gotta stay hydrated, drink my fluids and whatnot. Yeah. I think it might be. I think I might have a little touch of bronchitis myself. A little touch of it? Yeah, because I just got like this chronic cough. I know it's not COVID. And so it's like, it's just this chronic, dry, like, cough. But it feels like I need to cough something up. But it's really not a whole lot coming up. Yeah. And if something does come up, it's clear. So that's why I'm like, I'm not worried about it being It's not like an issue. Yeah. I don't know. Just tough it out. Alabama's really weird right now. I feel like everybody's dealing with allergies or some type of something right now. Because the weather change is just weird. And it messed up everybody. It come at you so, like... Aggressive. Yeah. Like, you just <laughs> never know what the weather's going to be from one day to the next. Exactly. It's going to sucker punch you in the Yeah. Day. And everybody dealing with it. Yeah. So, while we were on our little break, I started a challenge. Yes, you did. It's called 75 Heart. One of my friends, she put me onto it. I didn't even know what was going on. So, apparently, it's, like, really popular on TikTok. On the TikTok. Yeah. So, she when she brought it to me, I had no clue about it. But she told me the rules and everything. I was like, oh, that would be a dope challenge to do. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, for 75 days, you follow whatever diet that you choose. <coughs> you all right? Okay, go ahead. Okay. So you follow your um you pick a diet, you follow it for seventy five days straight. You also work out two times a day mm-hmm. for at least forty five minutes. 
one workout has to be outside. Mm-hmm. And you drink a gallon of water a day. Mm-hmm. You have to read 10 pages out of a entrepreneur book or some type of self-help book. That's, I thought it was or just fiction. Okay. Yeah, something like that. And then you have to take a picture of yourself, like a progress picture every day for 75 days straight. So here's the kicker. If you mess up on any of this, you have to start over. That part. So I made it all the way to what I thought was day six. (laughs) And it dawned on me that on day five, that one of my friends offered me a, like a boozy popsicle. Mm Mm-hmm. And not even thinking about it, because I had just got finished doing a workout. I was hot, and I'm like, shit, it's a popsicle. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to cool off. Yeah. So I get it, and I murdered it. Talking about delicious. <laughs> and was tipsy at the end, too. Mm-hmm. Did not even done on me at all. Yeah. Went on the next day, going through my process, not even thinking about it. And so then we just it was standing around talking and having a conversation. And then it, it hit me. I was like, oh, I had that popsicle yesterday. I got to start over. It really took me down for like a good solid 10, 12 hours. Yeah, it did. Like I was pissed with myself. <coughs> I was so upset because it's just like sometimes you you working on this because this is a mental challenge and you should have known better. Yeah. So like it, it kind of really messed with me. So once I got over that, I was good. So I went out, started back over the next day, did so what, my thing. What day you on now? Day is it two or three. I have to look at my phone. Okay. I keep up with it that way. Okay, what's up? But I'm pretty much almost done with my water. I've ate good today. I just got to do my workout. Gotcha. Read my book. Knocked it out already. Took my picture. We good. May 9th. You coming on? Yes, sir. Day? So that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna murder this bitch. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna make I'm ready though. I was more hurt though that you didn't that you didn't call me out when uh, I told you about the popsicle. Bag. You told me, and I was like, because you was like, yeah, I ate a little popsicle. Yeah, me too. So I'm like, when you do this? Like yesterday. I'm like, hmm. <laughs> and I was, but you was leaving to go work out. And I was like, I ain't gonna tell her now because it's gonna fuck over. You would have told me like it probably would have been better for me because I could have processed it on the way there. Yeah. I found out, like I figured it out once I got to the workouts had stretched and was about to get ready to start running. (coughs) I found out then. And so I was more like down then because it just, I had just gotten information like it just clicked. I was gonna, I was gonna tell you when you got back because I didn't want to throw you off of your workout. Bruh. That's why I asked y'all like, when you do this? Uh-huh. And it still didn't even click then. Like, yeah. when you asked me that question, so I don't know. It was bad. I won't do it again. Yeah. I said now you gonna be like reading the labels. What's in this? Yeah. Nah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty interesting, but it's it's adult challenges because it for one gives me time of like to read and time away from my phone mm-hmm. and just focus on something else. And then just the mental discipline that it takes is really something I've always wanted to try to test. I want to really see where I'm at. Or really push yourself. Yeah. And how much I can push myself without somebody else pushing me. Yeah. So, it's Tell me what book you read. Oh, yeah. I'm reading um, The Destruction of Black Civilization by Chancellor Williams. Listen. It is magnificent yeah i love history anyway so this put a lot in perspective then it, it basically challenges everything you've ever been taught in a traditional american education system yeah i mean growing up we didn't think anything about it but now that we're grown it's just in the whole enlightenment just, like they really like didn't teach us nothing like no. about our history no our history kinda... started with slavery and then even that they skim over exactly so <laughs> it's just it opens your eyes to a lot. It makes you question a lot of things. It makes you research a lot of things. So, but I just I feel like every person should read it for themselves. It's definitely a book that I'm gonna require my boys to read before they turn eighteen, like yeah. at least one time. So, but it, it's it's a really good book. <coughs> so you got anything that you saw transpire in the past couple of weeks that you wanna discuss? Uh, that's, that's got a few things. Um, what up? I don't know. I told you. It was first on my list. I gave, gave you my list. 
Yeah, this is see, you be on that. <laughs> I ain't on no bullshit. I just get I didn't hand you over my list. Yeah. You the quarterback, you know, I just be out here running routes. Alright, we'll just we'll just jump off the deep end and jump right into um crew season podcast. They basically had a, a podcast topic um in reference to black women being just as responsible for fatherless children as black men. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you want to elaborate on that? So, yeah, the guy on the podcast, he was saying how a, a female, she'll get with a dude that has, I already got three, four kids mm-hmm. with three, four different women. Right. And don't take care of none of his kids. Right. But then you'll still make that decision mm-hmm. or allow it to slip up to the point where now you pregnant with his fourth, fifth kid. Mm-hmm. And you expecting him to treat your kid different than the other kids. He ain't never talk about, be around, brought up in the conversation. Never. So why would he take care of your kid? Now you fifth baby mom with no with no daddy. Yeah, true. So that's but what he was saying. I got to agree fully with that. Because I see, I see it happen so much, especially where we from. Mm-hmm. We see it all the time. So it's, it's kind of one of those things. But... <laughs> It's deeper for me because I, I understand like when you link up with somebody sexually, what that does to you. And if you don't really know that person's history, that you already tied to this person sexually, so it's already this connection that you have with this person. Mm-hmm. So I, I get that. But just logically, I can't understand why you would choose to be the next person. Now, if he's doing for his children... But it, it's still that whole underlying thing. Like, it's only so much attention you can give each child, especially when you have multiple babies' mothers. Even doing for your kid. Like, if he just, like, dropping money off or, like, buying shoes and outfits. Exactly. You're not the father, bro. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're a provider. You're, that's literally yeah. all you are. And some people still think that was that's the old way of thinking. It is. And some people still got that mindset. Now, I do for my kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They'll never get, they'll never I want for nothing. I just the whole 10 bands. Yeah. Yeah, all that. But no, you're not spent not one. I said like you never moment. spent no time with yeah. them. Though. You just drop money off and buy them clothes and stuff. Yeah, so, I, I I completely agree with what they're saying. Like that whole little segment was on point. Yeah. I didn't have anything negative to say or nothing to go against it. No debating for me because it's just all facts. It's a bad decision making. Pretty much. So. Also, I've seen where a female, where a dude, actually try to be his kid life. Ooh, come but on. He be it. he want to be in the kid life uh-huh. and not necessarily be in, in her in her life right. on that level. Like he want to treat her like the mother of my child, not you know what I'm saying. Somebody I'm kicking it with, right? And she will be upset about that mm-hmm. and take the kid away, right. like hold the kid back from that father because he don't want to deal with her on that level. Mm-hmm. I done seen that before. Me too. So now your child and, his, and they father don't have a relationship because you better. Yeah. Because he didn't want to deal with you on that level. But you ain't got shit to do with you. That's true. At that point. It's about your kid. Facts. So. The weirdest part about that is that the kid, in the beginning, may resent the dad. Mm-hmm. But once they get old enough to realize what's really going on, it switches. I mean, they get to see, okay, like, my mama really did this. And mm-hmm. that, that breaks the trust between you and your kid. But I had a I had a close homeboy. I ain't going to say his name. Yeah. But, uh. Okay. And his daughter, and he was always telling me how his baby mama always, she'll like slander him to his daughter. So she'll get on the phone kind of like repeating stuff that her, that her mama said. And it's kind of like disrespectful towards him. But I was like, bro, you just got to keep being. Show her. Yeah. Actually. I like, you just got to show. Anytime she needs you, show up. Anytime you can get her, you yeah. get her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And she. It'll, <coughs> it'll come a moment where it switches for her. Yeah, when she, she get older, like, she'll understand. She'll completely understand. That she was there as much as you could be. Right. So, so eventually they grow up. Yes, that's the thing. And you can't choose your kids from stuff. Like, if you got somebody that genuinely want to be there for their child, you got to let them do that. That's mm-hmm. their parental right. So you can't take that away from them. I mean, unless you go on the court and you strip them. Yeah, I'm about to say, unless it's something like... Well, they don't need to be around a kid. Exactly. That's different. Right. But if you just holding back on your kid and their relationship just because he don't want to deal with you like that. Yes. That's that's, that's foul. That's yeah. super foul. Yeah. Most selfish thing you can do. Because 
every kid needs both their parents. Yeah. I don't care how jacked up both your parents are. It's just, it's, it's that, it's something. Biologically, yeah. you need your parents. Yeah. Nobody said I got me a relationship with them. So yeah, it, it changes. Yeah, especially when they grow up and they understand. But it's just foul all together to not allow someone to be in the kid's life because they don't want to be on, with you on that level. That's a maturity thing, too. Yeah. yeah. Some people pity. A lot of people doing grown people stuff with little kid mindset. Facts. So, that's the problem. Um, Another thing that you sent to me, um, it's, you said it from when we first, some earlier episodes we had about the trans women and how it's going to affect sports and, and oh, races yeah. and things like that. So we're starting to see it happening now. And a lot of girls in these sports are really getting upset because be. trans women are coming in and, and really stripping them of these opportunities. That they will have. Yeah. So do you feel like trans women should have, their like trans women and trans men should have their own separate sports situation? I mean, I feel like they're going to have to if we, gonna, if we to the point where everybody's included. Right. But... It still has to be somewhat fair. Yeah. Like, it's the reason why it's a male and a female side to right. sports. Right. Because if that wasn't the case, then it was just best player gets on the field. True. Or on the track or whatever the case may be, whatever your sport is. Yeah. It wouldn't be divided by male or female if yeah, that was an unfair advantage. Yeah. So the fact that you grew up as a man. Biologically, you have an advantage. Yeah. Yeah. Like, your body made you stronger, faster because you're a man. Right. But then you decide, uh, I identify and I'm going to go through the process of being trans now. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the correct word or whatever. Right. But, but now you still got all the benefits for going through puberty. You know, you're, you're stronger, you're faster. Mm-hmm. But now you're transitioning after you've been through that process. Yeah. So you already got advantage on everybody else you're running against or yeah. playing against. Very true. Yeah. So I just feel like it's unfair. Like if I had a daughter mm-hmm. that was state yeah. level like best in the country type style yeah. and she get beat by a trans woman yeah. yeah I would be so pissed like my daughter was the best in the world yeah or the best in the state or the best or whatever should have won but she got beat by a yeah. boy basically yeah because I, I get what you're saying just biologically that's not it's, it, will, yeah. it will be unfair so, I, I don't know how they would handle that. And I don't know if they are in the process of figuring that out. I haven't really followed it really closely. But I've just seen a lot of girls making videos and, and talking about how, you know, they've done so much work to get their time better. But then, you know, a trans person comes in and they beat them. Mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not even talking about, like, a second or, like, or half a second. Them. I'm talking, like, yeah. a lot. <laughs> By a lot. So, I... Yeah, I think it's something got we gotta have like a separate, um like a separate organization just for that. Yeah. I seen one video the girl was saying like she had the fastest of the biological uh females mm-hmm. time. Like she would have been number one. Right. But the two trans people that beat her Yeah. Like set basically set records. Yeah. But they would have been like a hundred and fortieth if they in ran the against male. in the on the male side. Right. Gotcha. Like when he been in the conversation, right? So, yeah, and see, you talked about all of these, right? Like how just how unfair this is. Yeah, how about say it's got to be a cutoff because it's gonna get to a certain point where a guy mm-hmm. is just like he's not good enough. Well, he he's good, but he's not. Good he's enough not good to enough to be top tier. Yeah. So all you got to do is like I'm good at this, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It'd be a basketball player got all the skills, but he just happened to be six foot. Yeah. Instead of being six seven, yeah, you see what I'm saying. So now you who would, who was a dog at your sport, yeah, you like I'm a female now. I gotta take a couple pills, and you now be surprised how many people would actually roll with that. Exactly, and now I'm the top of this other sport. Yeah, yeah. So I get what you're saying on that. It gotta be. It gotta be levels to this, man. It really does. Just and imagine. It, and it's not to take away from what they're doing because they're still great athletes. Yes. I just feel like it should be, it should be in a situation or in an area where it's is, it's just for them. Yeah, it's gonna have to be. Yeah, 
just like Paralympics or anything else like that. You got your own section, like same thing. So like um, you don't you rarely see like well. Uh, a person that started out as female who transitioned to male, to male and not doing the male sports dominated. That now, when you flip it like that, you're right. You're so right. Now, that was the case. You know, that person should get praised because, you know, you started on the That's, other side. Yeah. But you don't see that. Yeah. Mm, good point, though, Jack. That's mm. all I do. I make up things. <laughs> this is just us having conversation. I feel like everybody should do this. That's why I say later on, like, I really pray later on that we can have some trans people come through and we just have a conversation with them and yeah. be open about it and they can let us know what's up. All right. I so, got a lot of questions. I don't understand it. I, I got a lot of questions, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, we'll get there, though. I'm excited for this part. So, our nephew and our cousin... Mm-hmm. They <laughs> situation situated over there, man. They graduated today from college. <laughs> Congratulations. Big ups. To Ty and to Run. They out here in these streets. Yes, yes, did work. Two beautiful black men and worked hard. Um and, and did the work. And made it through. Yes, sir. So, I got to see Tehran on live today. I got to see him walk. Okay. Yeah. So, that was interesting. My cousin also graduated. Martavius graduated today. That's what's up. That's what's up. So, I, we had a good little gang gang today. Graduated from Troy. So, that was a blessing. So, um, what else we got, baby? Um, oh, I want to talk to you. Did you listen to J. Cole? He dropped the. Oh, you. Oh, you ain't real. You ain't real. I knew the album was dropping. I didn't Ooh, see you no ain't music. real. He dropped it. He dropped it at midnight. Did he? Yes, the interlude. Oh no, yes, he for the off season. No, 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 I missed it. Yes, it's been years in the making, according to him. Yeah. You don't really care if we like it or not. <laughs> That's how you know it's about to be fun. Yeah. He ain't missed though. Like yeah. I'm expecting the big things. Like. Yeah. He hasn't missed yet. He on to me. He only dropped classics. He does. He's like. What's your favorite? My favorite records. Yeah. Did I know word for word? No, I mean like album. Oh, my favorite album. Ooh, that's hard, babe. Yeah. It's between. Ooh, that's hard. Why would you make me do that? Um, it's gonna be between Forest Hills. Yeah. And I really enjoy KOD. For real? Yeah. Like the man it might be. For real? That might be my favorite. Yeah. Yeah. Which one you say? The uh, what is Vil Vil you know what I'm talking about? Oh, that wasn't a mixtape? No, 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 that's an album. I'm tripping. Yeah. That might be my favorite. Huh. Well yeah. That yeah. The mixtape. So, you too. can't go wrong with none of them, if we honest. But I can just sit down and play for it feels from beginning to end. I can do that. I hold the albums though. Yeah, like, and I'm saying like, and actually know the song. Oh yeah, like word for word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That and KLD, I can do both of them. Like yeah. That. So, but yeah, dude, just he just amazing. He like our. I don't. I don't even know what to call him, cause he's. It's rare to see somebody just keep it. Keep it sustained for as long mm-hmm. as he has. Especially starting out so young. He ain't never went a weird route or did nothing stupid ever since um, workout. Oh, that yeah. He did make that clear. Like, he just felt like that was just. I let Nas down, came out after that, and yeah. it was never again. Yeah. But I don't know. I just I just like people with that route with a message. Like, I like listening to words. Like, you can have a five beat. Yeah. All the ad libs you want, but it's not gonna do nothing to me. Yeah. Unless I'm like drunk or something. Yeah. And then you just vibe to the music. Yeah. But me sitting down, listening to music, like I'm listening to what you saying. Yeah, exactly. Like I need wordplay. I need to flip on the words. I need all that stuff. Yeah. I, I want to be like, oh. Yeah. I killed it. Go back. <laughs> like that's what I want when I listen to music. Or I want it the second time I hear, it, be like, oh, oh, oh okay, okay, I got you. Yeah, like I like that when I listen to music, yeah. not just. 
What do you say? Yeah. <laughs> I remember one time I was at work. Sun came on. Everybody in the everybody in the in the area right there. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's my song. Going up. Turn it up. What? I was like, what did he say? He said so and so. No, he didn't. He said so and so. He didn't say that. He said so. I was like, how does y'all song? And I one of y'all know what he's saying. Like he not even using weird words. Right. <laughs> That's hilarious. So this y'all jam though. This y'all song. That's funny. But nobody know what he's saying. Type of message and words to it. Like nobody want to say anything anymore. It seems like everybody has a lot to say, but don't say anything. But you want to be heard, but you don't say nothing. Oh, that's a bull. I don't get it. It don't make sense. Yeah. But hey, I still box with some on. Don't get me wrong, cause this girl named Bia, she got a song out right now. It's fine, and it she really ain't talking about a whole lot, but. I mean, I, I get, like, the feel-good music. Like, you just hear it in the beat, and yeah. the music make you feel good. Yeah. I get that. But it's just not my cup of tea. I'm not going to hate on you because that's what you listen to. Yeah. It's just not for me. How you feel about that record I listened to the other day with um, her and Chris Brown come through? Oh, yeah, I like that. that was it's dope. just a, it's a group. That was a vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I would say that's my, it was my theme song. Yeah, I like that. I ain't doing that club, so you can come over here. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely come over here. I'm, I'm going out. <laughs> oh yeah, but um, but yeah, Cole did that. I enjoyed. It. It's of course it's got. It's just the interlude, so it's kind of weeding into mm-hmm. what's gonna go on. So it's dope. I'm here for it, but I might be biased because I'm a super fan. That's true. I can see myself listening to this album. Oh yeah, always. We a did bunch that. Of times. We did that with KOD. We just sat down, me and you. Chilled out with some gimme and Yeah. So yeah. So how you feel about what um <laughs> Will Smith posted a picture of his out of shape body? I call that shit this second. Oh, this so good. Like when I showed him the picture, y'all, he's like hey, he said, Wouldn't it be crazy if Will got out of shape just so he could get back in shape and make money off of it? Oh, I said like And then it was like the next day they dropped it. I said, it do too disciplined yeah. to let allow himself to be out of shape. Yeah. So the only reason he let himself fall off of it is because he saw yeah. the business side of him getting back in shape. Exactly. And that was it. Yep. He already had the deal set up. Yep. <laughs> it was genius, though. That's it, man. Just the way they do The way they move is just genius. Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah. It's like everything that they do, whether individual or as a family, is going to make money for their unit. That shit's calculated. It is. Even though it might seem like it's not, yeah. that shit calculated though. Yeah, but that was that's what happened when you got team around you though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got a huge team. Makes sense though. They've been in it. They've been in it for a long time. Yeah. They've been successful since yeah. the beginning. So. True. But then with the whole thing with Hollywood kind of absorbing and becoming something totally different now than what we were used to, I think actors. Are going to more so start leaning towards being more normal like us, yeah, and trying to do what we do. That's why you see so many celebrities getting into podcasting and YouTube and all this other stuff because now they're starting to realize like Hollywood drying up. Yeah, it is. I think twenty twenty like really took it, a sledgehammer to that whole celebrity it, persona thing. It did. So now you can't just be famous because you're famous. Like you got to have a personality. Yeah. You got to have. You gotta be able, yeah, you gotta be able to relate to people and all that stuff because 
besides the Kardashians, who just famous for being famous and famous for their looks or whatever. Yeah. If the next person come on, you're not just gonna be famous because you look good. That part. Just because nobody cares no more. Because right. everybody looks the same. Oh, say that again. Yeah. So. And that's gonna let me go right into this next topic that I really want to hear your opinion on. Boosie made a uh, post today, basically saying how he is pretty much against women messing with their bodies. As he should be. Like, if you already was looking good prior to, there's no reason for you to go out and be getting all this stuff done to yourself. Yeah. So, it was one conversation, I think he might, I think he was talking to Vlad, Vlad TV. He told Vlad, he says this chick that he had just basically loved her body, her body oh, perfect, yeah. breast perfect. Mm-hmm. Went and got her boobs or something done, and he stopped dealing with her. Which is fair. So, how do you feel about this whole BBL What's pro that? cosmetic surgery type of situation we're dealing with right now? A BBL is a Brazilian butt lift. A lot oh, of okay, these girls gotcha, are gotcha. going and they're getting, <coughs> they're getting BBLs, they're getting 360 lipo. They're getting uh, breast implants, breast, uh, any kind of, whatever. A lot of stuff. BBL's way to take fat from one area of your body and put it in to your butt, give it a nice little lift mm-hmm. and all of that. But it's it's getting to a point now, it's so normalized and popular right now. It's crazy. Girls that haven't had children, um, girls that um, haven't really even fully developed going out and getting all this stuff mm-hmm. done to their body. So how do you feel about women going and, and me too? Don't leave them out. Yeah. How do you feel about this whole culture of uh, pro cosmetic surgery? Just you know, just because. I just hate that it's so normalized. Like it's insane mm-hmm. that it's so normal for people like actually save up money so you can go have an electric surgery. Yeah. Just for photos, basically. Yep. Like just for pictures. Yeah. You made a good point to me that day. You was just saying, I showed you a picture of a girl, and you're like, that look good, but nobody really wants that. Yeah. I don't say Nobody, like, looking at that chick as carbon copy, Kim K. Yeah. And, like, yeah, that's this this wifey. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It like, is a group that loves that, though. I get that. And I also said, and I don't care how y'all feel about it, but <laughs> if your dude is the one pushing you towards... Yeah. Uh, your significant other yeah. is the one pushing you towards cutting on your body and having surgery and stuff. That person don't give a fuck about you. I kind of agree with you on that. Like that, care, that person cares about what you look like beside them. They don't care about you. Right. Because. Now, if you're mentioning it and you've been talking about it for a little while and then eventually that person kind of gets on board with what you're saying, be like, oh, okay, well, you can go ahead and you should probably go ahead and do it if you feel that strongly about it. Yeah, I'm not saying, like, if they supporting you. Yeah. Like, it's your idea. That, they put the idea in. Yeah, if it's your idea and they supporting you, I'm not saying that. Yeah. I'm saying, like, they, if you just chilling and you happy, they're like, you know what you need? Yeah. You need a, you need a bigger butt. I got you. Your titties need to be bigger. Yeah. I'll break up with that dude. Yeah, like, that person don't care about you. Yeah. At all. It work for me. No. I don't know. Because you, you weren't dating me for, you weren't dating me for your life. And you, the just, cra- you just all in the woods. Yeah, and the crazy part when when men come out and be like, well, we don't really care about that, mm-hmm. they get attacked. Yeah, that's true. Now I said that's the craziest it. thing in the world. If a dude, men are like, y'all don't have to do all this stuff. Y'all don't have to cut down y'all body. Y'all don't have to do this. Like we fine with y'all, like y'all is. Yeah, y'all so 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 so. so. I always trying to tell a woman what they do. Yeah, with what they buy it. Like we telling you leave your body alone. <laughs> like we tell y'all doing too much with y'all body. But the thing I've noticed with that is the people that get upset on Twitter and you have those conversations where they're going in on y'all about something like that. If we were sitting down in this type of setting having the same exact conversation, it would not even go that way. Yeah. They would actually probably be more open to hearing what you're saying about it. And be like, well, damn, I wish somebody would have sat down and, and maybe said that to me. Yeah. I would have thought twice about it. So it's, it's different when you got Twitter fingers. Yeah. And that's what pissed me off with people like that. Because I'm like, now, if you feel strongly about that, I understand that. But I feel like if we're in the same setting and we able to see each other face-to-face having that conversation, I feel like you have a different tone. Yeah. Like a different, whole different tone. Mm. But, hey, I could be wrong. Yeah. It's just, I don't feel like it would go that way. I feel like you'd be more inclined to listen. Yeah. And you can't attack people for their opinion. That part. Like, it's plenty of people that don't agree with nothing that I say. <laughs> It don't bother me because that's their opinion. Yeah, nobody's going to agree with you about everything. No, if they do, they, they don't care about you. Just like, <coughs> like you said. They don't care about themselves. Truly. 
But hey, I don't. I'm not a fan of it. And then, like I told one of my friends, if somebody even say to me or even ask me, did I have a surgery? I'm gonna be pissed because I was busting my hard, ass. Yeah. So. Or then do I look at it like it's a compliment at that point? Because I don't know. Because everybody's so nipped and tucked now. If you look, just, if, if I you look, look like good. my body done went and got done, damn, I really put in the work. I guess. So, I, you know, it can go either way. Yeah. It depends on my mood that day. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so yeah, I don't, I'm not a fan of that. Because yeah. even, even when you compare it back to the 90s when breast augmentation started kind of getting a little burn. Like in the mm-hmm. beginning, it was really frowned upon. Women would get attacked for that. Yeah. Like big time, people would always like talk down about them. But now it's just shifted into something and just way too much. Seen a tweet today that just it took me out. I was done. What is it? I lied off after that. <laughs> said <laughs> she said I just seen a post that said how y'all spending ten k to go and get a new body just to come back to the project. Oh, and I said, "Wait a minute, man! Wait a minute! She didn't have to say that." Hey, man! Sometimes you gotta call them out. She did not call them out. Call them out. Just Ooh. Do you I said, "Well, it 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 be true, you know. It gotta be true for her to bring it up, Lord. Yeah, it's gonna happen." <laughs> oh yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I said people like save money. Yeah. You spend your last on something like that. Yeah. And go back and struggle. No, I said, and it's not. I said, you're not going to get what you see on Instagram. Like, no, nah, not at all. The fact is, it's, it's upkeep to come with that. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's, that's the part that they leave out. And that's what makes me mad with these people on Instagram mm-hmm. and post these pictures. They don't tell the whole truth. Exactly. And then, like, you got to go through that period of healing. And yeah. if you don't hear, right, it's a chance that it get affected and it take you out. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's surgery. Like, yeah. it's so much to go wrong yeah. just for you to have a bubble butt. Right. But granted, now, I applaud women and men that go and do full research on their doctor that they're going to use, full research on everything. They go and make sure their body's in good enough shape to get a surgery, blood level, and all that stuff. I've met people that have went through that whole process. Mm-hmm. Now, that is totally different. It's totally different when you really being mindful about your health first. I get it. You know what I'm saying? Still choosing to have you surgery. still have an elective surgery, but if you're gonna do that, do your due diligence. I mean, absolutely. And do right. I don't know. Now I, just, I can understand. You know what I'm saying? I can I can respect it a little bit more when you've done your research properly. So to try to make sure, like if you go into another country to get this done, you need to be knowing what the healthcare gonna be like while you over there. You get what I'm saying? I see. So I I can kind of sympathize with people that do that. Now that I can I can kind of rock with. Yeah. Even though I don't agree with elective surgery. Unless it's for medical you know what I'm saying? Like if it's a medical thing. That's different. But I don't know. I mean to each his own. If it makes you feel better about yourself and do your thing. But Well medical and elective are two different things, but y'all know what I mean. Yeah, I gotcha. But I don't know. I just I mean it's your business, I guess, if you decide to do that. I feel like, I don't know, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like the average guy, mm-hmm. like, they find, we we can find a chick without all that and be perfectly happy. Like, yeah. I don't know, baby. I think you speaking from a, what I would, what I would call now an old school perspective. You're that guy now. Yes. You're the uncle at the barbecue. Yeah. With the old, you know what I'm saying, like that old thought. Even though it don't seem old to us because we still feel like we're young. To these younger kids, it's, it's OG. Like, what you talking about? That's old. Yeah. And it goes back to what you was telling me about with the whole Twitter thing with, uh, what was it? Was it Snow White and the consent thing? Oh, like, yeah. Like, these kids, they different and, like, way different from us. So, what you're saying, it works for our age group. Yeah. But the kids younger than this, they just like, I, I. That's because that's all they know. That's yeah. all they ever seen. Yeah. Like, they grew up with Instagram. Yeah. So. And this is all they ever seen. Yeah. It's like it's medically enhanced bodies. Ooh. Where they think it's normal. Yeah. But that's not normal. It's not. Mm. And then, not even that, they get 
they had surgery and then they photoshopped the pictures on top of the surgery that I would have mm -hmm. and then got little girls thinking like that's what a normal body look like. Why my body don't look like that? Nobody fucking, they body don't look like that. True. True. I use filters on everything. If it's out there, I'm going to use it. But listen, hear me out. I've already done everything I want to do in my life. Yeah. Like it, I didn't need to. <laughs> I got my husband, got my kids. I'm not looking for nobody. Yeah. It's different when you out here trying to date in this. I just, I really feel bad for them. Mm. You know, to a degree. But I feel like they're waking up, though. Yeah. I hope so. I, I just feel like most most men would be okay. Yeah, even happy. I ain't gonna say, uh, okay, I'm gonna say happy with. Y'all like, just really simple We creatures. really are. Like, most stuff that y'all do mm -hmm. to, like, beautify y'all It's for other women. It's for women. Yeah. Dude, we so simple. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's slowly changing. No, yeah, like you said, I'm talking for the old cats. Yeah. These new dudes probably get mad when the girl don't come up dressed If you them. don't look like your profile picture mm -hmm. was, Nick. Like, ugh, did you see how eyelashes? Yeah, ugh. send me a picture no filter. <laughs> that's, I'm real, this real talk, that's how you talk. And a baby bitch. <laughs> it is what it is. No, that's your group talking again. That's not your <laughs> I'm just being real. So, yeah. Shout out to all the kiddos. But, um, what else I was going to share with you? Oh, some just use, just useless knowledge. Mm -hmm. I found out that researchers have found the cleanest air in the world. Where would that be? It's like right around the area of Antarctica. Right over there with no people. <laughs> you know Nobody's about, bothering anybody. You know what's about to happen? People finna flood the area. <laughs> about to fuck you up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? First <laughs> gonna be the people from Alaska because they're used to the cold. So they mm -hmm. might can go down there and handle it. But, and nah. Let me go breathe this crisp air. Yeah. You know what is that? I need a cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Messing up for everybody. Yes. Human beings. <coughs> destroy a world. <laughs> that's really what it is. Big facts. Yeah. But, um, I think that's pretty much all I had. Oh, you made a comment before we got on here that I was going to ask you about. It was really interesting what you said. What you I said, say? my greatest characteristic is also my worst. Oh, yeah. I was just saying how, like, what did you mean? I guess, like, all things in moderation. Cause I was, like, the stuff that People be like, that's a good thing about him. Also, like, the worst things about me. Give me an example. Just like, I mind my own business. Yeah. They be like, he, yeah, he, he say to himself, he mind his own business. Uh -huh. But then they're like, he really, <laughs> <laughs> like, he really say to himself, he mind his own, like, he don't give a fuck about nobody else. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, so he don't take nothing serious. Like, you know what I'm saying? He don't, he don't let nothing get to him. He don't take nothing serious. But then it's like, he really don't take shit serious. Like, yeah, <laughs> it could feel that way, but I don't. I know that's not how it is. Yeah. But yeah, I get what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I could be in the same boat. Because I do, man. I'm not my business whole Yeah. So, I could be kind of with you on it. But you really, you do it way worse than anybody. I know. I've ever known. I saw him try to. I keep saying I'm gonna do better at it, but you know, I don't. When Courtney says he's gonna do better at something, you gotta give him about 24 months. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. For it to actually start, like the ball to start actually rolling in about 24 months from when he said it. That's process. The process. <laughs> it's so long. Oh my God. I'm just like, watching paint dry. Yeah, I like me. The change me takes a lot. Yeah. And I. I love you the way you are. I yeah. don't think you should have to change, but I feel like if it's some things that you want to do better at and change, then that's on you. Yeah. I don't feel like necessary change. Like, I, I just stay to myself and I don't reach out to people like I should. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. I agree. I said they know my heart. The people mess with me and know me. They know I ain't nothing about it. Yeah. yeah. But I do, I do want for you to be able to make more memories with people because. It's gonna come a point when we get older, babe, and you can't, you may not remember your glory days from 19 and yeah. 20 years old. So you gotta continuously be making memories with people so you can have something to remember when you get older and something to reflect on that's somewhat recent. 
because you can't keep going back for your twenties. I guess thinking you can remember all that because it ain't. It ain't Good times. Hey, it is what it is. Time is time. I agree. My my. Mm. Yeah, that's pretty much all I had. That was a good episode. Discussed a lot. Unpacked a lot of things. Indeed. Indeed. Pretty much. Next episode, I'm going to be about a week into that. 75 hard. We'll see how you're going to do I'm going to murder it, bro. Okay. My first book going to be, uh, I think, it's You're a Badass. You're a Badass? Who's yeah. the author? I don't know. Can't recommend it to me. Well, give us the author, man. You got to tell the people. I don't know. I got to look it up. Well, why you look it up? You want to tell, tell the people how my mistaken identity thing that happened on Facebook? That shit was funny to me. Go ahead. So, I'm at work, minding my business. And my co-worker says, Santana, you ain't running from the law, are you? <laughs> I said, what the hell are you talking about? What do you mean? She was like, you ain't do a hit and run, did you? I said, girl, I ain't hit nobody. What you talking about? <laughs> So she shows me this post was yeah, um, where somebody was uh, had put somebody out on there and their name was Santana Jackson. Uh-huh. And uh, so apparently they hit somebody's car and drove off or whatever. And I was like, girl, nah, this ain't me. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't me at all. And so she's like, I was just making sure. I said, first of all, <coughs> you don't know me too well to come over here and ask me that. You think I'm just out here hitting people like, what? She's like, no, nah, I figured it wasn't you, but I just want to make sure you saw this. I said, well, I appreciate it, but that was funny to me. And then I got about two more calls and that's the what the hell? Yeah. Going on? I'm like, nah, but it ain't me. I thought I was going to have to make a post and be like, look, y'all, that ain't got nothing to do yeah. with me. But I was just like, the people, the people that know me and love me know I ain't finna do no mess like that. Yeah. I'm not even finna try to clarify. Just text you like, well, baby, you need an alibi, gotcha. <laughs> She was here with me my all day. <laughs> she was here with me all day, officer. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, that's my guy. Okay. Look out for me. All right, so it's called You're a Badass. Yeah. You Are a Badass by Jen Sincero. Yeah. Okay. That'll be my book number one. Cool. Well, I look forward to you telling me how it is. Yeah. Maybe it could be one I can get on later. Cool, cool. Cool. But, you know, y'all got suggestions for, you know, motivational type books. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shoot them to me. I love history, so if y'all want to shoot me some history stuff, that's my judge, my thing. Mm. Cool? You ready? Well, that's a good one. I do, too. All right, you guys, I'm going to let y'all go. Appreciate y'all tuning in. We'll be back at it prayerfully next Friday at 9 p.m. Yes, prayerfully, because... You can't seem to get your shit together. Hey, bro, I'm good, man. Okay. I'm in here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like swimwear. I hear you. Balls riding. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right, then. Well, we're going to go ahead and close it out. We appreciate y'all. Good day. back in this one. You ready? Forever and always. Let's go. Okay, so this is a very special episode because Mother's Day is, is Sunday. It is. And we're blessed to both still have our mothers Amen. here with us. Thank you, Lord. So I was watching uh, Red Table Talk. They had a Mother's Day episode. Mm-hmm. It's pretty epic. Um, they had some really great people on there. Um, a woman that took in like seven kids that weren't hers she never met the kids basically were in the car with their parents and they were moving from one place to the next and or maybe going on a trip or something I think they were moving to another place mm-hmm. anyway got into a collision on the way there both the parents died mm-hmm. and they all were injured but anyway the lady saw the post online on Facebook and she took it upon herself to send a link to her husband and her husband basically, when they saw each other again, then well, when they got home, he basically said, we should adopt her. Hmm. She was already thinking it, but then he said it. So they adopt all seven of those kids and raise them. Hmm. 
Yeah, I think the youngest might be three, and the oldest is like 15. So yeah, and then they have children of their own, like three or four, maybe five kids of their own. Oh. So I think that lady just found her purpose. Yeah, that's wild. <laughs> yeah, so she's raising seven children. And, well, they're both raising them. And then they had another lady that moved from, oh, I forgot which country she was from. It's from the continent of Africa, but I can't remember which country it was. Yeah. But um, anyway, she came over here with her children um, to America, and a single mother did it all. Um, her oldest, no, one of her oldest, I think it was the oldest daughter, I'm not sure. But anyway, one of her daughters, well, her only daughter went to the Air Force and no, the Navy. That's what she is. Mm-hmm. The Navy. Y'all excuse my neighbors. They really out here doing the most. But, um, <laughs> so I'm telling you. So, um, but yeah, she's in the Navy. She hadn't celebrated Mother's Day with her mother in seven years. Because she Because she's been, yeah, she's been okay. in service. So she surprised her with a daughter. And so they, they met up for the first time, you know. They hadn't seen each other in a year because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. They hadn't celebrated Mother's Day together in seven years. So they surprised her and did all of that. And then um, Willow decided to... <coughs> you okay? Good, go ahead. Okay. So Willow decided to um, basically pay tribute to her mom by performing one of her rock songs from when she was in her rock band, Wicked Wisdom. Yeah, which I um, didn't know nothing about. Man, it was one of my favorite songs. Yeah, you told me about that. Yeah. But Willow did way better. Yeah, she today. killed it. You yeah. showed it to me. She, she murdered it. Yeah. Jada's got a nice voice, but Willow has this tone that's just, it's perfect for that song. Yeah. So even she was all like a little cracked in certain words. It yeah. just made it sound like it was more it was, painful or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Her she, voice she, was cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, she did, she did better. Yeah. So anyway, they, they did that whole little Mother's Day special. I thought it was really dope to watch. Um, so my question to you is, do you have a memory of your mother that's like the fondest to you? The fondest? Yeah, you have a fine, like your fondest memory of your mom from when you were younger. Um, I ain't kind of put me on the spot right there. <laughs> uh, uh, I don't know. One moment pops out of mind. Just you can, yeah. yeah, it's just like her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just I do remember like as far as like finding this memory, probably like our family vacation was probably popping my mind. Yeah, it was just us uh, relaxing, having fun because she worked so hard. Yeah, so it was just the memories of her like being able to like kick back and relax. Yeah, would probably be some of my finest memories. Um, I just think she like just dope in general. Mm-hmm. Just how much she gives to people. Yeah, like. Family, especially family-wise, like yeah, she will literally give it all yeah. to to like people, even even if they don't do right by it. Mm-hmm. She still she still gonna go out her way to help them. Right. That's just who she is. Yeah, and I just thought that's super dope. Yeah, she really is amazing. Like I went to the post office today, try to open a post uh post office box or get one rather, and um the ladies at the front. They were talking to me. I was like, well, I said, y'all probably know my mother-in-law, you know. I said, I think y'all call her half pint or whatever. Mm-hmm. She said, get out of here. <laughs> no, she is. What? I said, yes, ma'am. I said, that's my mother-in-law. She said, oh, my God, we love Patricia. Mm-hmm. That's everybody. Like, me working at the city, I just coming in contact with people. If they know that I know her. That's what they said. Tell Pat J we said hey. Mm-hmm. I'll tell her how we said hey. I said the fact that she is the male lady. Yes. No, <coughs> I don't think people really know her real name. Nah, I said all the people that deliver mail in the city. Yeah. I'm like, oh, you? You the male lady. You the male lady, son. Yeah. Yeah, I can, yeah that's me. <laughs> oh, boy. That's funny. Yeah, she dope, man. Oh, so you've gotten that treatment before. So you do know what it feels like when people be coming up to me and be like, oh, you Kojak wife. Yeah. I'm okay, so lady you get it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially around you. Look good there. Little side, small town. You can't relate to it. Sometimes, you know. Look good there. Uh, what about you and your mom? You got a fine memory? Oh, wow. That lady taught me a lot. 
Um, wow. My finest memory. It's probably, it may be a little dark to some people, but it really is one of the moments where my mindset switched. Mm-hmm. I remember it happened exactly. So basically, she said one day, um, me and my brother had been arguing and really at each other neck for a while, maybe a few days. So she basically just came out the gate and said, one day, I'm not going to be here. Mm-hmm. One day, I'm going to die. If y'all two don't get y'all shit together, who y'all going to be able to rely on? Mm. Like that. So... It's like something in my mind switch. I mean, I remember that. It was so it, it's so it's vivid in my mind. And from that moment forward, my goal was to make sure my brother was taken care of. We didn't hardly argue mm-hmm. much after that. And it just it just made me become like a real big sister. Like I gotta look after my brother. I can't be in here fighting my brother. That's tough. Like my brother's keeper type shit. Yeah. Yeah. He quit. So sometimes it take your parents saying some dark shit just <laughs> for you to to click in your mind yeah, like okay ring. yeah I got you but she just you know like your mama she was a hard worker now she didn't work a whole lot of jobs but she perfected her one craft yeah and she I mean did it for thirty five years impressive yeah so it's just spiritually I think that's the most I appreciate from my mama. Mm-hmm. Like just spiritually, she's taught me how to just deal with people and know that certain people gonna come in your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime, mm-hmm. and it's up to you and your spirit of discernment to figure out which category yeah. to fall in. So a lot of people I meet, I know right off the bat that I'm not gonna be. They they may just be there for a short period mm-hmm. of time. And so I think when some people think that I'm distant, it's not really necessarily that. I just know that I'm I'm only allotted a certain amount of time with you. And I gotta use that time very wisely. I gotcha. So that's that's some of the good stuff that she taught me. Um just how to cope with life. Yeah. And and all the ins and outs, the ups and downs, mm-hmm. all that. Just like the house fun your mom is like yeah she's a good time she's she a good time and, and like i don't know anytime we come over there i feel like she just try to make the mood fun yeah. so I, I think that's dope she's a dope person honey she gonna make she gonna make everything a party everything is a good time yeah always good spirit good vibes yeah and good food like oh yeah i'm yeah, always yeah. cooking something she'll definitely throw down yeah so yeah that's to access to my style of cooking right there. Yes, sir. I'll hit you another place more up there. Yep. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> he get mad with me because I'm like, Mama, we don't need all that food. She's like, girl, take all this food home. Because I take it. Well, I'm talking about we don't need all this food. Get out of here, bro. Can't even be polite around Kojak. Yeah, like, on there. She man. offering it. Take it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, What's the greatest lesson your mom has taught you? The greatest lesson? Yeah. I would say, I always say this. Like, I feel like I benefited from having seen both sides of the coin. Mm-hmm. Like, from my mom, I learned hard work, dedication to men, like, kind and true to people. Mm-hmm. Like, whatever to get you. Right. To me, I feel like she's set up perfect. Mm-hmm. And what she's tried to do in her life. Right. All her kids are grown. All us got our own thing, own houses. Self-sustaining, yeah. I was good, yeah. You see what I'm saying? But on the other side, I, I had my my dad, mm-hmm. who when I was growing up, he was on drugs, yeah. getting locked up. Yeah. So I always had both sides. Like this is what I would get if I work hard, mm-hmm. and you know what I'm saying, put my family first. Yeah. Like I saw what this gets you. Yeah. So I can take this path, or I can take the path of just being lazy. Well, I ain't gonna say lazy. Of taking the road of not doing what you're supposed to do, not right. take care of your responsibility, right? And I see what that led you, right? So, uh, the main lesson my mom gave me is like just just work hard and love, yeah, wholeheartedly, right? You know what I'm saying? Give what you can give, yeah. love the loves who you love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And that's what I got from my mom. Wow. I always tell anybody, anybody asks me from the age I was probably like 12, 13, yeah. who my superhero is, who my role model is. 
It's always gonna be my mama. Yeah. That's gonna make me cry. Okay. It is. Just as a mother to sons, that's really what you want. Yeah. Like for your kids to be able to see like everything you put into creating them into being whoever they're gonna be. Mm-hmm. Or cultivating who they're gonna be. Because you're not really creating anything. They are who they are. Yeah. So, yeah. But for your son to see that way, it's different. It's real different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, and last question, baby. How about you? Oh, for me? Yeah. Um, that's one of them lessons that first thing I gave yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, For sure. Um, greatest lesson. See, Courtney be real deep. And <coughs> precious. Like. That's going to be real. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Um, so, greatest lesson. Um, this is my truth. I'm going to say it. It's just to never allow yourself to be the last person that you take care of. Mm. So I think that's that's my biggest list. Yeah. Because my mama put everybody before herself. Yeah. So, and I saw the consequences of that. Mm -hmm. And even now that she's older, you know, just how that has taken a toll on her body. Mm -hmm. So, um, but yeah, that's my biggest, that's my biggest lesson from her. She even drilled it into me now. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Open time, uh-uh. If that job, or if that, that ain't important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, don't even worry about it. And she so. didn't, she didn't learn them lessons, so now yeah. she can pass that on to you. Exactly. Yeah, that's dope. Yeah. And my last question is, who's gave you the best example of mothering? Like, out of all your lineage of women that you've had in your life, who's gave you the best example? Of being a mother? Yes, the best example of mothering. Uh... I'm gonna go. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Had it for real, Matt. You already know. Right? <laughs> the goat grandma. Yes, Lord. Yeah. Just, just the fact that my grandma was the centerpiece of our family. Yeah. Like to the point where everything evolved around her. Yeah. Not in the like in a negative way. You know what I'm saying? But she gonna like the family wants to come. To be around our grandma, and she was like the head like of the, the family. <laughs> yeah, she was the head of the, the family. Life. She kept, like we all wanted to be around her, mm-hmm. and she was in charge, not in charge, but like she was that mother figure to literally the whole family. Right, like her kids, grandkids, great, 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 great. Everybody. Like you know, she was that mother figure, yeah. and we're still close now because. Uh, the relationship we had with our grandma. Right. So we still do stuff now that started yeah. with our grandma, like mm-hmm. the family trips and all that stuff like that. Yeah. So the HBK thing that we got is real. Like yeah. our grandma is the center of our family. Even now that she's passed on, yeah. she's still the centerpiece. Exactly. So. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah. That's so dope. Yeah, I, I got to enjoy her for a while. She's a dope person. Yeah. I always used to tell her, you know how dope you is? I don't think she really does. Oh, <laughs> I don't think she really She's just chilling. She'll just be like, oh, boy. I don't think you really how dope you is. You dope. Yeah. <laughs> just her aura, like, her whole vibe was just, it was so, something so common about her. Yeah, she was chill, though. Yeah. Super calm. Yeah, I think you got a lot of that in you. Yeah. Because when I'm around you, I just feel like I'm safe, I'm calm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's the same vibe with her. That's pretty dope, though. But I will say, your son definitely picked up her eating habits because it takes my son three and a half hours (laughs) to eat one plate of food. Goodness. Bite this corner right here. I'll be back later. Yeah, I gotta go bring this over right (laughs) quick. So, yeah. But, um, to everybody out there that, you know, has a living mother or a mother that's passed on, I just. I just, I sympathize with people that don't have their mother. Yeah. Because I talk to my mama every day. And I know 
if it ever comes to that, it's gonna be hard for me. Yeah. But um, but we we gotta understand it. The moment we are born, we live in the day. Facts. That's why we have to stay present, stay in the moment, love your parents for as long as you can, whether you're close with them or not. So um, but yeah. Anything else you wanna add? Um. Moms are dope. They are. Yeah. Really are. It's it's the most divine job you could ever get. Absolutely. Yeah. You being a mother yourself, what would be what would be the biggest lesson that you want to pass on to our sons? Ooh. That's a good question. Ooh. Ponder on it. I'm gonna ponder. Hold on. <laughs> I got something for you. Very simple. Go ahead. Something usually have a big impact. Very simple. Your actions show exactly who you are. So allow your actions to lead you in your life because I don't care what you say, don't matter if your actions don't match your lips. Talk is cheap. It is. So I feel like. Yeah, move with action. Love first, but definitely move with action. I have to be on card about that the most because he'll say something. It sounds good. Mm-hmm. He don't follow through with it. I'm just like, buddy. And then I, you know, with me myself, it's something I'm working on too. Mm-hmm. Just making sure my kids are able to see me follow through with something I said I was going to do. Yeah. Your word is your bond. Thanks. I've always been told that. But along with that comes the action. The mm-hmm. action part. I think that's the part that's missing with a lot of people. Everybody want to talk about it. Nobody want to do it. Just doing it ain't as fun as exactly. talking about it. Yeah. So I think that's Definitely my biggest thing. Just, just let your actions and your words match. Okay. Mm-hmm. Got to carry on to adulthood. Yeah. Definitely. I, I feel like every day I show them how to lead with love because I think just love is in me. Yeah. I, I don't know no other way. Now, I may be a little, I may be a little tough with it, but you know I love you. Mm-hmm. So. See, we have to be a little tough at times, cause you know the world ain't nice. It ain't, especially since we pretty little black boys. Facts. But so. it's gonna get better for them. Yeah, better than we will. We did. We pray they do. We really do. But happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there, and I hope. It's a wonderful one, a blessed one, hopefully a quiet one. Maybe the children leave y'all alone. Hey. <laughs> Kick y'all feet up right quick, you know. Get y'all a little plate, sit down, little Sunday afternoon. Little Relax. Situation, yeah. But um, I wish y'all all peace and blessings. Happy Mother's Day. Boom. Good day. <laughs>